George, appreciate that. Appreciate you singing tonight. Appreciate you being here. We are thankful for what the Lord has done in you and what he's doing in us. Amen. And so we're grateful tonight for Jesus. I read, I got this article. It said, I am your good friend. It says, the man who prizes sanity, peacefulness, pure-mindedness, social standing, and longevity, I am a necessity. I am hung about with sweet memories, memories of brides, memories of mothers, memories of boys and girls, memories of the aged as they grope their ways down the shadows. I live in the lives of the young and in the dreams of the old. I lift up the fallen, strengthen the weak, and help the distressed. I show mercy and bestow kindness. I give the gifts that gold cannot buy nor kings take away, given freely to all who ask. Sometime, someday, some hour in the near and far future, you will yearn for the touch of my friendly hand. I am your local church. Think on all that for just a minute. Amen. If you have your Bibles today, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We want to finish up a message that we began uh, last week and uh, concerning the church. And we called it, There's Only One Church. There's Only One Church. And so we find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And let's begin reading in verse 12 as we stand to our feet one more time here tonight in honor of God's Word. I want to say thank you for being here tonight. May the Lord bless you. We read in verse 12 of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether, you be, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been made all drink, to made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not of one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. If the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, am I not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members of every one of them in the body as it hath pleased him. And if ye were all one member, where were the body? Now, but now are they many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. For those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and, more, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there shall be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. For whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. For one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now are you the body of Christ and members in particular. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus tonight. We are so grateful to be back into the house of God. And we thank you, Lord, for the singing that we've just experienced. 
Thank you, Lord, for the prayer meeting at 5 o'clock. Thank you today, dear God, for all that you've done in our hearts and our lives and how you revealed and manifested yourself in ways that we can't even comprehend. And now tonight, Lord, we need one more time that you'd speak to us, one more time that you'd use us for your glory. God, open our hearts, open our minds. Dear God, open our ears so that we may receive the things of God. Teach us about the church tonight. Teach us about what you have to say concerning your body tonight. And Lord, us members of it tonight, God, will do as you please. And God, that we'll live accordingly. God, will do your will. We'll do the word of God. And Father, I ask you tonight, dear God, to save the soul that's closest to hell. Pray for that one today, dear God, that's lost. Dear God, don't know Christ. Pray for the saved tonight, dear God. They'll live for Jesus in these last days. They'll not give up. They'll not give in, dear God. They'll not look back to the left or to the right. Now they'll keep their hand on the plow, dear God, and looking forward. I pray you'll make us fit for the Master's use tonight. Do a work within our hearts and souls in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You might be seated. Oh, some time ago we began to preach on this passage and, and uh, on the church and talking about where the church began and and uh, we began there some weeks ago and have moved up now to from the bride of Christ to the body of Christ. We found in my first point that I've already preached, but I just mentioned tonight, the understanding of the bride of Christ. You don't have to turn there, but in, back in the Genesis chapter 2, we find that the man there that God had created, and he said this about the man, he said, it's not good. The first time that God said it's not good, is the time when he said the man is alone. And tonight, can I say this, the man who represents Jesus Christ and the woman who was Eve would represent the church tonight. And them too is represented in Ephesians chapter 5, if you want to look at that chapter if you, and later on tonight. And you'll see how in that chapter is talking about a husband and a wife, talking about the roles and responsibilities of a husband and a wife. And you'll find that in verse 31 he said this is the mystery concerning the church and Christ. And it's telling us that Jesus is, is our groom and we're his bride. And it came to pass in Genesis chapter 2 when it was that God said to, to, his, to, his, to the groom who was his son, he said, it's not good that you be alone and so I'm going to make you a helpmeet. And we preached that the church is the helpmeet. You might remember that. And we also preached, as he goes down, he says, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to make a woman, I'm going to take her from the rib of a man. And we found that out of that rib came woman, and out of Christ came church, amen. And so you and I, that is the church tonight, we're the bride of Christ, we came out of him. And then he said, uh, and that there's joining in the marriage, and he said that the two shall become one, amen. And so with that, we find in marriage where the two shall become one flesh, and we find now that you that are saved and you that have become the body of Christ have find yourself in a place that you're a body. And the head of that body is Christ. Amen. So we understood the very bride of Christ. And then we came to here in this chapter 1. We talked about the union in the body of Christ. And it was the act of God in the way of generation. If you remember, it says here in verse 13, For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. And that is the act of God. The act of God that makes you the church tonight 
is not some words you prayed or not some baptism that you were in and not some uh, membership of a church somehow or not being good and not doing this and not doing that. The only way tonight to get into the church is to be baptized by one spirit into one body. Amen? We talked about how the Spirit of God would plunge you and submerge you and that He would take you and He would put you into the body of Christ. This is what regeneration is all about tonight. We find that in order to be regenerated, it's going to come by faith. Amen? By grace through faith. And we talked about how do we get faith. We talked about the faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so it's the act of God. In order to be saved, you've got to have faith. That faith is not your faith. It's the faith of God that gives to you by hearing the Word of God. We understood also that repentance is, not, is also required for salvation. And you'll find that you'll only get repentance from God. He says that in Acts that God granted repentance unto the Gentiles. And now is the act of God. And when you have repentance, uh, as it says in Acts chapter 20, verse 21, repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, Paul preached, you'll find that you will be regenerated. And being regenerated is meaning tonight that by one Spirit, if you notice it's a capital S, amen, it's the Spirit of God. And as the Spirit of God would take you, He would plunge you into the body of Christ. And now in the body of Christ is the church. And now you're the church tonight. Amen. That's the only way to get in. You can be a Baptist all day long. You can be a Methodist and you can be a Church of Christ and you can be other denominations and you can do all that you want to. Even if you feel like it. Even if you have great emotions over it. Even tonight you can follow all the do's and all the don'ts and, and you can line yourself into a sinless society. Friend, you'll never become the church unless you get baptized into the church. Amen. And so tonight we've talked on that, preached on that, but that's what that's saying there. It's the act of God. And then the act of God for regeneration, then remembered, we preached on the agent of God. And that was the Holy Spirit, the one Spirit. And then we talked about how He baptizes us in Romans chapter 6. He baptizes into His, into, into his uh, death. Amen? And so we get plunged into His death. And now for us to get saved, we're going to have to die. In order to die, we're going to have to get buried into His death. We get buried into His burial. Amen. We get baptized into His burial. We get baptized into His resurrection. We get baptized into His life. Amen. That's what Romans 6 is teaching us tonight. And so it's all an act of God. It's all on the agent of God. Nothing humanly tonight. You cannot save yourself. You cannot save anybody tonight. It's all God. God is to be praised. God is to be honored and glorified tonight. There's absolutely nothing tonight that you ever have the ability to be saved. Ever. We find tonight it is the act and the agent of God. Now the church tonight that this one spirit has baptized you into is a universal church. What I'm meaning tonight is this, is that this church is all over the world. When we went to Israel, I met the church. When I went to Germany, I met the church. When I went to Poland, I met the church. When I went to Romania, I met the church. When I went to Czechland, I met the church. I went to Mexico, I met the church. I went all over the United States, I met the church. And I meet the church everywhere tonight. They all don't belong to this church. They all don't come to this address. But they're all over the world. And I tell you this, the only time the real, true church will ever be together will be in heaven, amen, with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So it's a church that's universal. And, and we got to watch ourselves on that word universal because we don't want to call ourselves universalist. But we are, it is a universal, amen. Number two, it's local. The church is local. We find in local, 211 Brand Lang, Stafford, Texas, uh, you and I, we come together and we come as a church, amen. And as you look tonight, we're a church together, assembled together, called out from the world and called out unto God. And God called us tonight to assemble together and to be together as a church tonight. So we find a local. We find also that it's a spiritual church. The Bible teaches us spiritual being born again. Amen. Uh, talking about the, the, the kingdom of God tonight, which is a spiritual kingdom tonight. And that's a spiritual church. And we're a spiritual church. Amen. We're not a physical church. We're a spiritual, spiritual church. And we also know it's a physical church because we see it out here as I look at you and you look at me. We find these to be true. Then we find the activity of God in regeneration. He says in that verse 13, and have been made made all to drink into one spirit. Not only did the Spirit of God tonight plunge you, submerge you into the body, and now you become the church, but He has made you to drink of the Spirit of God, and now the Spirit of God's in you. <laughs> Amen? When you got regenerated, the Spirit of God indwelt in you. The only thing that makes you spiritual tonight is the Spirit of God. The only thing that makes you saved tonight is the Spirit of God. The only way tonight you can worship God is the Spirit of God. The only way you can understand your King James Version Bible is the Spirit of God. The only way tonight that you can bear any fruit of any type is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God tonight will lead and guide and help you through a way of life tonight. It's the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God tonight will lift up Jesus. He'll always draw you unto Christ. He'll always brag upon the Lord tonight. He'll bring you to that place, friend, where Jesus is exalted and magnified. He'll have you drink of that Spirit. So not only are you now plunged into the body of Christ called the church, but the Spirit of God is in you. Amen. So I'm just, I'm kind of just redundant right here. We talked about here thoroughly, and we kind of stopped right here, so we'll pick it up. We talked about the understanding the bride of Christ and talking about the union of the body of Christ, but I want to talk about the unity tonight of the church of Christ. The unity. We find in verse 14... It says, for the body is not one member, but many. We find, as it goes on to say, and we're going to say tonight, that the church tonight isn't a separatist. In other words, tonight, there's no individual here tonight that's just the church. If you think tonight you alone is the church, you're wrong. The Bible says in verse 8, For the body is not one, but many. And we got to know tonight that you're not out there and you say, I'm the church, and you're not in here. That you're going contrary to the Scripture tonight. You're not a separatist tonight. Uh, you're not one who's just out there. And you say, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Oh, yeah? Explain that verse 14 with me. 
Well, you know what? I don't have to be under a pastor. And I don't have to come to the house of God. And I don't have to uh, take my gifts that God gave me and perform them and manifest them in the church. I don't have to give my tithes and my offering. I don't have to go to the world and preach the gospel and bring them into the house of God and disciple them and baptize them. You know, I can live out here alone. I can be out here by myself. I don't have to be part of the church. Amen. You're wrong. The Bible's saying you're not a separatist. You're not out here like a long ranger. You're not out here saying, I'm the church, and, and I can do what I want, when I want, how I want. That's not what a church is tonight. If you think that tonight, if you got that mindset tonight, you're not the church at all. We find, you know, for example, tonight, this ain't all quite, uh, ain't all quite like it ought to be, but it kind of gives us a mind. If we look at an ant tonight, and but then we look at a bunch of ants, what are we calling them? A colony. Right? So if you look at a bunch of ants, that's a colony. If you look at one ant, you wouldn't say it's a colony. Okay. How about a chicken? Since you are chicken grazers or chicken growers. You got one chicken, it's called a chicken. What happens if you got a bunch of chickens? A broad. Right? Brood? Broad? Brood. A brood, not a broad. A broad is like a woman, but a brood. Hey, man, I got my English all messed up right there. That's like, that's like, that's like, my, that's like my pastor tonight. He was preaching in Mexico, and I was there. And uh, I, I guess I'm not sure about the, about the Spanish, but evidently Spanish uh, is, is kind of the same word about going to the restroom versus a pistol, like a gun. I don't know if that Spanish word is the same with that, but he said something, and what he was telling them, okay, you can go ahead and go to the restroom, and really what he said, you can go ahead and bring out your gun. Everybody's laughing, man. Everybody's like, what's going on? The whole thing took off. I felt like that deja vu right there. How about cattle? You got one cattle? You got one cow? But then if you got bunch, you call it herd, right? All right, I'm kind of worried now to even say anything. You got a dog, but you got a bunch of dogs called a what? Pack. You got a fish, one fish is fish, and you got a bunch of fish called a school. You got a sheep, one sheep is a sheep, and the bunch of sheep are called a flock or fold. How about a turkey? One turkey, you've got a bunch of turkeys called a gang. You got a Christian, or you got a church? No separatist. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, this is not much preached and it's not much understood in our churches. But we got to know the truth tonight. It's sort of like a team. It's like a football team, I was thinking. A church tonight is like this. You got a quarterback on the team. He's an all-star quarterback, all-star church member. I mean, he can sing, he can play the guitar, he can preach, he, can, he gives a lot of money, he can do a lot of things. He's, real, he's a carpenter, he's a plumber, he's an electrician. I mean, he's just everything. He's an all-star. And why he's my all-star quarterback and playing on the football team. But that night, he comes out and he don't have no blockers. Right? You think he'll do very well? <laughs> I don't care how much all-star you are. Without no team... You ain't nothing. Hey, man, I thought about a running back. A running back is sitting by, behind, standing by behind the, 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 uh, 
the hiker there, the sinner there, and, uh, and he's over here half back on the right side, and, and, but there's no quarterback. The ball says, hike, and the ball just goes flying over there because there's no quarterback to get the ball to hand it off to the running back. He can be an all-star running back. But, friend, I'm telling you, without the quarterback, he ain't nothing. Think about this tonight. I think about whether well, you have a, an all-star wide receiver. He can catch anything and all things. But you don't have anybody blocking. You don't have nothing. You know what happens to a team like that? They never win. They won't win one game. You know why? Because they have a lot of people on the team that are individuals. They got a lot of, lot of stars on the team. But unless they are together tonight in unity, they're not a team. And I'm going to tell you tonight, unless the church gets unified, we're not a team. And tonight, if you think that we're a church and not unified, we're not one. Because the Bible says there's not, the body's not one member, but many. But many. we got to start concentrating tonight, dear church, not on your individual performance. Not on all your talents and all your skills and how highly you might think of yourself tonight and how wonderful that you are to your children and how glorious you are to your spouse and how hell of a type of a person that you might think you are tonight. But you've got to come to conclusion tonight. If I'm going to be the church, i got to be united with the church. We go as a whole, up or down. Right? Amen. And so we find tonight in this first point, the Christian life is not lived alone. It's not lived absence of other Christians tonight. For to be the body of Christ, we must go together. We are together. We're here on earth together. We'll go to, in the rapture together. We'll go in heaven together. We'll come back with Jesus on our white horses together. And we'll be in the millennial reign, rolling and reigning together. And all the rest of the world tonight together. So get ready to look at my happy face for all of eternity. I'm going to request my mansion next to yours. And when you come out, look that on go. Amen. Oh, tonight. Many people tonight think they're the church. But the church is not them. For the body is not one member, but many. Not one member makes the body. All the members make the body. That's what the body's about tonight. You say, well, I don't understand it. Well, he really complains. He really makes it very clear. Jude chapter 19 uh, not chapter 19, but verse 19, because there's only one chapter. It says, uh, the question is, is who separates himself from the church? Tonight, who is the ones tonight that, that are going to separate from the church and say, I don't need to be part of the church. I can live this Christian life outside of the church. I don't need to come Sunday morning. I don't need to come Sunday night. I don't need to come Wednesday night. I don't need to participate. I don't need to be partakers of it. Who tonight, according to the scripture, are separates? Who separates himself from the church tonight. Well, the Bible teaches there in this chapter 1 of Jude 19 is those that have, having not the Spirit. That's who separates from the church. 
And if you know tonight those who separated themselves from the church, they're having not the Spirit. Because how can you separate tonight having the Spirit? When it's the Spirit that baptized you into the church and it's the Spirit that now you have drunk of in order to be of God tonight. You can't separate yourself from that. There ain't nothing you can do tonight to come out from being, well, you're going to be unbaptized, unimmersed. I mean, they're going to, the Holy Spirit of God put you into the body of Christ, and all of a sudden you do something, and all of a sudden you become something, all of a sudden you do something crazy, and he says, oh, no, take him out of there. And next thing you know, you get, re, you get de-baptized, or you get uh, plunged in, you get de-plunged. That only makes sense, does it? All right, now I want you to vomit up the Spirit of God. I want you to regurgitate the Spirit of God. Right? I mean, it's what he's going to have to do. If he's going to make you drink the Spirit of God that comes in you to make you the church, and all of a sudden you're going to leave the church, you're going to have to give up the Spirit of God. Oh, that's silly. And tonight we've got to look at it from the serious point of view. And so we find tonight in this mindset there's no separatist. We see here number two tonight in this way, the church isn't not only separatist, but the church isn't specialist. Isn't specialist. There's nobody in here tonight that makes the church. Nobody here tonight will, if you leave, the church will go out of business. Nobody here tonight, if the church, if you stay, the church will flourish. The church don't rise upon you, the church don't fall upon you. The church tonight would be just fine if you wasn't here, and the church would be good because you are here. Tonight, we've got to focus on what the church is all about tonight, and it's not on me, it's on us. And we find tonight, there's no I in the church. There's no specialist tonight. The members, look in verse 15 to 16, the members of the body tonight don't choose their parts. That's why the church is not made up of specialists. Like that church right there, boy, I tell you, I've heard all my life about Elvis Presley. People tell me all the time, boy, if Elvis Presley, man, would have got saved. And he, they, they say, well, he is saved. He's saying amazing grace. Woo! You know, he said, well, he's, he, said, he said, thou how great thou art. He sung that. Woo! I mean, so what? So I guess, hey, if, if Elvis Presley would have got saved, his ability, how to draw people and how to sing, and boy, can you imagine what he would have done in the church? That's a joke. I guess he's going to get by the pulpit and just swing those hips, move those legs. He'd get up and perform and sing, sing Amazing Grace and How Great Thou Art. And uh, everybody just, oh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful singer. What a wonderful specialist. What a wonderful vocalist. What a wonderful singer. What a wonderful, wonderful. But no, Jesus is not even in the inclusion of that. And tonight, we are not specialists. But what the Bible does teach us tonight, according to the verse 15 and 16, as we can look at it tonight, is that they don't choose their parts. And we, we say there in verse 15, if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. So he doesn't choose that. The hand don't choose to be the hand, and it don't choose to be the foot. Verse, verse 16, if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. There's no choice on your side. 
You go down to verse 17. talks about the eye. If the whole body were an eye. Can you imagine that tonight? If the whole body was just an eye? That when you walk in here, you're just an eye? I don't know how you get in here. I guess you roll in here. An eye is round, right? And maybe not all round. Maybe it's oval somehow. And so somebody's going to have to, another eye's going to have to roll you in here. Can you imagine the eye? You know what an eye? Just an eyeball come rolling in. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Oh, man. And if we Bible says there in verse 17, whole hearing, where were the smelling? So we're talking about an ear, talking about an eye, talking about a nose. None of those parts of the body of Christ ever chose those. Ever. And so we find tonight that the members of the body, they don't choose their part in the body. God chooses that part for you. We take, for example, the foot of the body. As we look at the foot here, and the foot in the hand, it seems like in verse 15, is having a little conflict. We find the foot tonight has 26 bones, has 107 ligaments, 19 muscles. It's a balance as a person over 200 pounds. It takes a pounding on the ground every time you step, and if you're going to go anywhere, you're going to step. And you're going to step on your foot every single time. It takes a pounding all day long it's very important part of the body wouldn't you think it walks about 65,000 miles in its lifetime and so we look at the ligaments we look at the bones look at the muscles we look at the the balancing of it they look at the pounding of it we look at the miles of it I would think wouldn't you think tonight that the that the very foot is an important part of the body I believe everybody in this room has two feet Amen. If you have one foot tonight, you're going to be in trouble. Amen. If you don't have any feet tonight, you're in real bad trouble. We find it's very important. But can you imagine this? A body without a foot would be handicapped. Right? A body without feet tonight would be handicapped. A church without feet tonight would be handicapped. We see tonight a foot without a body is a horrible thing. Can you imagine tonight a foot just come walking in? Just a foot. That foot is saying, hey, listen, I can live for God. I'm separate from the body of Christ. I'm separate from the body. I can come in when I want to. I do what I want to. And that foot just comes walking in one day. What would y'all think about that? Say, what is going on, man? That's just a foot. Where's the body? The mind that's trying to be set here tonight is there cannot be no foot unless there's a body. And that foot that's on that body is not a foot that the foot said, listen, I want to be a foot. And, the, and I want to be down on the bottom. I want to be at the end of the leg. That's not what the body parts do. That's not what Christians do in the church tonight. You don't come walking in and say, tell you what I want to be. I want to be a singer. I want to be the preacher. I want to be the deacon. I want to be the trustee. I want to be a Sunday school teacher. I want to be the janitor. I want to be the carpenter. I want to be this. I want to be that. That's what I want to be. Hey, I tell you what, what I can do, I can do this. I want to be that tonight. That's not the church. The church says, listen, wherever God puts me, that's where I'll go. I'm just a body. I'm just a body. That's all. But the foot tonight is important. Well, how about the hand? Is the foot more important than the hand? I mean, I will think the, the foot is very important uh, tonight. As you think about the, the hand, you think about the foot. Uh, without feet tonight, uh, we're in real trouble. But without a hand tonight, can you imagine? Now, a hand tonight, in the way it has eight wrist bones, has 
five palm bones, has two hands, contains about 25% of all bones in your body is in your two hands. Thousand nerve endings per square inch. Your hands are always moving. The joints and the fingers are flexed 25 million times in a lifetime do you do this. Hands rarely get tired. Do your hands get tired? Not much. I mean, your body gets tired. Your legs get tired. Your arms get tired. But your hands hardly ever get tired. Your hands assist in, if you're blind, you do braille. If you're deaf, sign language, hands. Amen? Fingers have a unique fingerprints, don't they? I mean, it's always checked on your fingerprints, fingerprints. Well, you, I want, give me a driver's license, fingerprints. Give me a, a, a license to carry a gun, fingerprints. I want a passport, fingerprints. Uh, you go, fingerprints, you get put, pulled over and go to jail, fingerprints. I mean, it's all about the fingerprints. Tonight, can we honestly say that a hand is less important than a foot? Or can we say tonight that a foot is more important than a hand? No. You can't. And so tonight, as the body of Christ, which is the church tonight, we cannot look at anybody in this room and say, I'm more important than you are. I, I am Less important. You can't say that either. I'm less important than they are. A hand and a foot. They all have two different ways and two different reasons. But they all are very important to the whole body. And your mindset tonight. We can't think that we're less. And we can't think that we're more. We just got to know that we're together. We're in unity. And now it's what makes up the body of Christ tonight. We also see tonight that it's very important part of the body. A body tonight without a hands is handicapped. Hands without a body tonight is horrible. Can you imagine a hand just coming in along with the foot? I know it's silly tonight, but that's the way that you've got to put it together. We also tonight, talks, it talks about the eye and the ear and the nose. We notice tonight that the eye, the ear, and the nose in verse 17 are very important. The body without an eye, without an ear, without a nose tonight would be odd. Right? So tonight we have to know and understand that an ear or a nose or an eye without a body would be horrible as well. All the Bible's trying to say to us tonight is this. Every member of the body is necessary. It's needful. You're not less important and you're not more important. You're just important. Number two, not only do we see tonight, but we see the members of the body don't choose their purpose. Not only do they don't choose their parts, they don't choose their purpose. Look at verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were a hearing, where were the smelling? See, the body tonight isn't one member. The body tonight is, isn't one part. It isn't one person. The very purpose of the body tonight is all the members functioning. Everybody working together like a well-old machine. That's the body of Christ tonight. 
It's not half of us. It's not some of us. It's not part of us. It's not two of us. It's not ten of us. It's not a hundred of us. It's all of us. And you're sitting in this room tonight and you tell me that you're the bride of Christ. You tell me you're the body of Christ. You tell me you're the church of Christ. You tell me that Jesus Christ lives in your heart. You tell me the Holy Ghost of God indwells in you. And you tell me you've been plunged into the body of Christ at regeneration tonight. Well, then you are part of the body of Christ and you're not functional unless you're part of the church. You can't do this alone. And so tonight, we've got to come clean and clear. What is the church? Well, the church ain't just you. The church is all of us with you. We find the members of the body don't choose their place. Look at verse 18. But now hath God set the members of every one of them in the body as it has pleased him. Every member of the church. I'm not saying every member of Glory Baptist Church. I'm saying every member of the church, the body of Christ tonight has been set by God Himself. He has established the member. That's what that word there means tonight, that word set there. It means established. And so it's God that established the member in the body of Christ. And wherever on a body that he's kind of resembling or making a comparison to of a body, like a, you have hands, you have forearms, you have elbow, you have shoulder, you have uh, arms, you have chest, you have waist, you have, knee, you have legs, knees, calves, foot, all those. You have all these joints, amen. A joint right here, joint right here, joint here, joint here, joint here, joint here, joint here. You're just one joint. We find in all of that tonight, it's God that has placed us and established us just like His pleasure is tonight. And if you are the church tonight of the living God, then God has set you. He has established you right where He's established you at. Stop trying to go somewhere else. Try, stop trying to look for somewhere else. Try to find somewhere else. Tonight, He has built His church. He is the one who has put His church together. He is the one who's established His members of His church tonight. Accept who you are. Accept what you are. Accept your part, your purpose tonight. And thank God for it. And get busy doing the things of God. And allow the church as a whole tonight to reach the world with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That all those who are dying and going to hell may be saved because they see a church that's together in unity, in harmony with one cord, with one mind with one heart, serving the one Lord and the one God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what a church like that could do today? We're worried about the little man over there in North Korea. We're worried about the crazy man in Russia. We're worried about those zing hing ha hoo ho over there in China. We're worried about somebody in Washington tonight called the president. We're worried about all the senators and all the representatives tonight. We're worried about a lot of things going on, inflation and COVID and masks and distancing. And we're worried about the next disease that's coming our way tonight. Why don't we start worrying about being a member of a church and serving and functioning as a church tonight and going about winning souls for Christ? Stop being divisive. Stop being separate tonight stop acting as if you're not a member of something and come together come together with God and say God you established me here 
just use me for the glory of God. If I am a foot, then stomp on me. If I am the hand, then use me to reach out. If I'm the eye, help me to see. If I'm the ear, give me some hearing. If I'm the nose, may I smell. If I'm the mouth, then I'll taste. But I just want to be part of the body. Because I want you to be the head. And I want to serve you. Amen. I'm just saying tonight. As we look at this body, as we see the members of the body don't choose their place. It was God that established the member. And that word set means ordained. That God ordained the member. It means God placed the member. He placed the member as he desired and as he determined and as he delighted. That's how he placed you. Tonight, if you're here tonight in this congregation, amongst this church tonight, and you are here tonight, God has put you here, placed you here. He's ordained you here. He's established you here. He's delighted in it. He's determined in it. It's his great desire for the church as a whole to be used for the glory of God. We don't, can't take no personal glory in this matter. We, we, can't, we can't blow our trumpet and say, well, tonight I came to church on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Woo! Somebody give me a ribbon. Somebody take me to Denny's tonight after church. Somebody send me a card. Send me a text, an email. Hey, get on my Twitter account, man. Send me something about how glorious and great that I am. I went to church at 6 o'clock on Sunday night. Listen, Fred, you're not the church. You're bumping your gums and blowing smoke. You're shaking and baking in the wrong place. But tonight we could say, hey, listen, tonight we could come to church and we can be together. And as a church together, we can accomplish great many tasks. Amen. And so tonight we see as we just going through the scripture here. Can I say this? That there are no specialists. We're all part of the body of Christ as he sees fit. Verse 21. The members of the body don't choose their prominence. He says, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Listen, friend, there's no contention in the body of Christ. No contention. There ain't nobody tonight, and if you are, you're wrong and get right with God. There's nobody in the church looking at other church members, looking at other members of the body, and saying to those members, hey, listen, you know what? I, we just don't have no need for you. Like, I wish so-and-so stopped coming to church. You ever said that? You wouldn't admit it. You ever said, you know what, I like my church. I don't want nobody else to come to join. You ever said that? You wouldn't admit that either. And so tonight, the real true church, who's the body of Christ, will never look and never say to anybody, I don't need you. We don't need you. Well, you know, they're, they're old or they're young or they're poor or they're rich or, or now they're feeble and, and now they don't, can't do much. And now they, they can't go fast. They can't, they can't do anything. You've got to help them out of their pew. You've got to down here praying. They get way down here and they get to praying. You've got to come over and help them up, right? Get a winch or something. We're going to start having things from the ceiling come down here and you just grab it and it'll pull you on up, amen? Helping each other. Pushing everybody up. Hey, come and get, open the door for them. Because they aren't a walker. We don't look at them and say, look at that man. They're 80 years old. They're on a walker. <laughs> but God can't do nothing with that. 
Why don't God give us some more young people? Why don't God give us some young young couples? Why don't God give us some, some folks that are strong and rich and smart and can sing and can preach and can teach? Them old get people over there, man, listen. Does that sound like the church to you? Not the church, not the body of Christ that I'm talking about tonight. That body of Christ tonight will come and hug and sweet and be kind and kiss on those elderly people and those younger people and those people that are widows tonight and those that are down and those that are out and those who used to be on fire for God. But, man, they're just getting old. The body of church is coming over there and hugging on them and kissing on them and showing them love. That's the church tonight. Amen. I'm not saying I don't have no need for you. How about those that come in here and they're all tattered up and they, they come out of a life of drugs and alcohol and sex and pornography. They live rough lives, man. They were thieves. They were the burglar, burglars. They, they were even murderers, amen, or rapists and maybe homosexuals or abortionists tonight. And they come into our church and you'll say, oh, whoa. Brother Larry, preach something that'll get them out of here. That's what churches do, but not the body of Christ. The body of Christ have fallen on their face before God and say, save that old sinner. Save that old whoremonger. Save that old that one tonight who's, who's done wrong and been sinned because we've all been there. And went for the grace of God tonight, we'll still be there. Went for his blood tonight, we'll still be facing that shame and regret and facing those days of, of loneliness and darkness in our lives. And it was the blood of the Lamb, it was the Spirit of God plunging us into the body of Christ and causing us to drink of the Spirit tonight, that we find freedom and liberty in the body of Christ tonight. We say, can't say we don't need anybody. Man, I almost blew up my knee. Now, is there no contention tonight in the body? There is no contempt. Verse 22 and verse 23 says, Nay, much more of those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and uh, our uncomely parts have more abundant uh, comeliness tonight. Listen, Fred, uh, there is no contempt for the feeble. No contempt tonight for the less honorable. You know, tonight... What they're saying is this tonight is the vital organs. You know, tonight we, we, uh, we, we, we're looking at our outer appearance, right? And we say, boy, feet, leg, arm, hand, two ears, two eyes, one mouth. Right? We got it going on. I mean, we are really, we got it happening right now. But you don't know. The internal organs there that's making what you see able to go. Like a heart. Like a brain. Right? We, we, we see we can move my hand here, but you don't see inside that's causing this to do that. I'm able to walk, but you don't see what's inside of me causing that to happen. So our uncomely parts, our inward parts... They get no praise. They get no glory. It has absolute, we don't even think about it. We just get up out of bed. We open our eyes. We jump out of bed. We get in the shower. We shower. We put on our clothes. We head on out to work. And we're not giving thanks or praise for our liver, our kidney. Are we? How many, how many of us have been driving down the road? Thank God for my spleen. 
Thank God that I, that I have two kidneys instead of one. Oh, thank God that I got a liver. Thank God my heart's still beating. And thank you, Lord, that I got a brain. Tonight, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that happens in the body of Christ behind the scenes. You don't know how many people's praying tonight. You don't know how many people tonight's praying through the week. And you don't know how many people's praying for you. And you have no idea tonight what's going on behind the scenes, just like you don't have I no idea what's going on behind the scenes of you tonight. Can I say tonight, there's no one prominent. The hand and the foot's no more prominent than the kidney. Oh, just because tonight you come and you're part of this church and you sit and you listen and you grow and you pray and you give, you're a mighty big part. Now, somebody like me tonight who's mouthing off and preaching and loud and screaming and sweating and spitting and all over the place. And, you know, I am always seem to be the one that, that the tension is drawn to, right, as the pastor is usually that away. But I'm not near as important as you are just sitting in the pew. Praying, giving, coming, supporting, loving, being patient, and waiting for God to do something special. Tonight, we got to know these things. We got to know tonight the body is just not me and you, the body is us tonight. We find there's no competition in the body. Verse 24. For our comely parts have no need, but the God had tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which is lacked. God hath tempered tonight. There's no competition. We're not competition with each other. There ain't nobody in this room tonight in competition with me, and I'm not in competition with you. There ain't nobody in the pews tonight in competition with each other. You shouldn't be, because it's God who tempered. It's God who done this. It's God who combined the body together. It's God who mixed the body together. That word tempered means blended. It's God that blended the body together. Uh, you had no business with that. And tonight we have no competition with each other. You don't try to outgive me. I don't try to outgive you. I, you don't try to outpreach me. I don't try to outpreach you. I, I don't. You don't try to to come to church more than so and so comes to church. You, you don't try to uh, be more more friendlier. You, you don't try to wear nicer clothes. You don't try to look better. You, you know, you're not no competition at church. That's the body of Christ. There's no competition. There's no contempt, and there's no contention. That's the body of Christ. I want to be part of that, don't you? Yeah. That's the church I want to go to. That's the church that I want to join. That's the church that I want to give my life to. You can't be a Christian tonight without being in a church. You can't. There's a universal church. There's a local church. You're not a church tonight without the complete body of members. We must live together tonight, and we must die together as the body of Christ. There's the function of the members, and there's the fellowship of the members. Lastly, we'll close. There's the members of the body don't choose their problems. Verse 25 and verse 27. Verse 26 and 27. That there should be no schism in the body. That word schism there means split, gap, or division. So we don't choose our problems. You know, in other words, tonight you don't come in here and try to split us up. You don't come in here and try to divide. You don't come in here trying to put gaps between each other. You don't come in here talking to a member about another member. You don't go home and over the table of food, you talk about your preacher. 
You don't talk in front of your children about a member of the church, how bad, how good that they might be. You don't bring that to the, into the body. You don't bring a schism, of course. Now, what we do do in verse 25 is that the Bible says we care. It says there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. What you have care for your spouse and for your children, you'll have care for the members of this church. You have care for a grandma and grandpa, and you have care for grandchildren, you'll have care for this church. You know, tonight, the greater of all that is the church. Care for one another. Man, listen, you ain't going to find nobody out there going to care for you like the church can. Man, listen, church tonight's got to have an understanding. We can't have no schisms in our church. That's division gaps and splits tonight. But I tell you what we can have, we can have care for one another. We care how you live. We care where you live. We care when you live. We care what you live. Amen? We care. We care. We care. We care. We care. If you care, we care. Amen. If you don't even care, we still care. It has to be a church tonight that's together. But not in schism, but in care. Care for one another. When's the last time you said to a member of this church or someone's coming to this church, I care for you? When's the last time you did that? Tonight ought to be the first night. Find somebody tonight and say, you know what? I care for you. You say, how do you, can you say that? Because I'm the body, and you're the body too. I can see this hand talking to this hand. I don't like you. That makes sense to you? It's like the nose saying to the ear, you know what? I wish you would just leave. I'm sick and tired of your, who you are over there. On the, every, time, every time you're on the left side, every time. You never move. I'm tired of that. That's crazy, ain't it? Well, you're crazy if you do something like that. We find here tonight, the Bible says care, but in verse 26, talks about compassion. He says, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Compassionate, sadness. Hey, man, if somebody comes in our church and a member of our church is crying, you just don't look at them and say, they're a sissy. Put your... Boots up, man. Pull your bull stripes up and become a man, become a woman. Whatever you're crying about, it'll be over in a little while. Grow up, man up, woman up, right? That's what everybody else would say. But the church has to be different because that's part of our body. And friend, if the body's suffering, and I could say this tonight because I have a lot of suffering in my own body. I mean, my knee hurts, my back hurts, my hip hurts, my shoulder hurts, my elbow hurts, my neck hurts. Now my, I got allergies, so my eyes hurt. I mean, if you have time, I got to tell you the rest. But I'll tell you something tonight. When my foot hurts, I didn't say that, but it does hurt. I even got a toe hurt. And my toe hurts, it seems like my whole body hurts, huh, Sister Claudia? So it's not like my toe hurts and my, and my hand says, ha, 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 ha. I'm so glad you're, I'm so glad the big toe is hurting. I'm excited about that. Hey, ear, hey, nose, his toe's hurting. Let's celebrate. I know it's silly tonight, but that's how the body of Christ does. 
When somebody comes in, somebody's here and they're suffering tonight, you ought to get with them and suffer with them. If they're crying, you cry. If they're hurt, you're hurt. If they're down, you're down. If they're concerned, you're concerned. I'm part of your body. I'm part of the same body. We serve the same Lord. We drink of the same spirit. We're baptized in the same body. We got the same head. We got Jesus Christ. I got Jesus Christ. You suffer. I suffer. We suffer. Right? That's the church I want to be part of. Do you? I mean, tonight we, we can't be so cold and indifferent like we are at work. Like we are at, uh, you know, we go to family reunions. I mean, they're, they're our families, and we ain't talked to them in 20 years. You ever been to one of those family reunions? And the only thing they say is, oh, the last time I seen you, you was about we high. You sure have grown up. Look at you now. You got so many kids. and Look at you. Y'all are so beautiful. And he saw them in 20 years. And then they make this statement. I love you. How do you love somebody you ain't talked to in 20 years? I'll tell you another thing too. Since I'm on that mindset. Yeah, I hear guys at work all the time on the phone. Tell, hey, hey, honey, would you go get some milk and bread? Okay, thank you. I love you. Hey, honey, would you go? I love you. I love you. I love you. Every conversation, I love you. 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 Man, you can't be like that. You think? I mean, you say I love you so many times, well, I love you don't even mean anything anymore. Is that true? Man, it ought to be when you say I love you, it ought to have some meaning to it. Not that I said it 14 times this day. Because when I say it on the 15th time, it's just going to be like, that's like, you know, that's what we just do. We find here, when gladness comes to the body of Christ, he says, verse 26, and with one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Man, when there's some happiness and joy, like when somebody buys a new car, Instead of you going over there and looking at the car and saying, you know what, you don't even deserve that car. Or they have a car and it's a real nice, shiny, maybe a gray with metallic, you know. And it might be, it might be a, say, a Honda. And you say, if I got that car, I wouldn't have got that color. Why in the world would they get a Honda anyway? Right? That's what we do. Instead of running out there and saying, Man, I love your hot and metallic gray. I'm, I'm so glad that you got that. Can I sit in it? Can you take me a ride around, man? Listen, I'll buy you an ice cream down at Dairy Queen, a dip cone, man. And we'll sit outside and rejoice over your car and just look at it. Now, wouldn't that be different? Help us, Lord. Help us tonight. I'm trying to explain the church tonight to us. We pray that we're getting it. And then there's not only care and compassion, but there's consideration. Look at verse 27. And now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Consideration. You just consider each other in particular. Consideration. Just consider. Somebody might come in today. This morning. Tonight. And they're not as happy as they usually are. So, 
we say, okay, I guess they got in a fight with their husband. I guess, I guess they must be crossway with somebody in the church. You know what? They may just be having a, a hard day. They may just be having a difficult. Do you ever have just off days? I mean, there's some days I can think real well. And some days, you, you know, it just seems everything goes well. And sometimes I can't think. You like that, cat? Sometimes, you know, I, I'm just not the happiest person in all the world. Are you? It should be nice somebody in the church just come and hug me. Put the arm around me and say, hey, brother. Man, listen. It don't look like you're up today. It looks like you're down. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be praying for you. And I love you. And I'm going to pray that God cause everything just be okay. Now, wouldn't that be good? Rather than talking to your friend about me, I have the brother Larry. Something must be going on. He's probably going to leave the church. Tonight, you are the body of Christ. They are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We're to love one another. We're to labor with one another. We're to lean on each other. We're to live with one another. And we're to look for one another. Tonight, can I say, according to the Bible we just preached tonight, we are the body of Christ, the church. I hope tonight that you'll be of one and not a separate. As we stand to our feet and our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, there can't be divisions. There can't be separations in our church. No, never, never, never tonight. I guess the first question tonight is, are you the body of Christ? Number two, what member tonight are you of the body? And are you in functioning? And tonight, maybe there's something about your behavior or conduct in the past that needs to be dealt with or changed. Or maybe tonight you kind of see it in a new light. And you just want to pray and ask God to help you to be that member. To be that one that you have placed. God's placed every one of us tonight in his body that is saved. And God's given you the purpose and given you the prominence. And he's the one tonight that will see you through. We're the church. Get your heads up. Get your heads up tonight. We're the church. We're the church. We're the body of Christ. Jesus is our head. We've got nothing to be ashamed of. We've got nothing to be afraid of. We've got nothing tonight at all uh, to find in our lives that we are to be complaining. Or tonight we can be telling others about why and why not. We're the church. You know what? The world wants the church out. But they don't know that when the church is taken out, the world is coming under the judgment of God. The tribulation begins. For seven years, the judgment of God is on the face of this earth like never seen before. You know what's holding it back tonight? The church. The church. We got a job to do. We got a responsibility to keep. We've got to reach souls for Christ. We've got to live accordingly. And we've got to have a home that looks like Christ and the church. That's what it should resemble tonight. You've seen, Brother George, we'll sing one verse and nobody comes. We'll close tonight. You need to come, come. Come.
Maybe you just want to come and thank God that you're the church. Thank you, Lord, for making me a member of the church. Blessed be your name. You can be members of a lot of things tonight, but member of the church tonight is the place that you need to be, the body of Christ, the greatest, the greatest body of all time, the body of Christ, the church tonight. Yes, amen. The body of Christ. I will be faithful. I will love it. I will support it. I will do my part. I'll be what God wants me to be. I do as God asks me to do. I'm part of the body. I will not bring division. I will not bring split nor gap. I will not cause any troubles. I'll be a blessing to it. I'll be an honorable member. Even if I'm an uncomely member, I'll be an honorable member. I will praise the Lord. I will seek God. I give Him the glory. Everything I do as a member of His body will never bring disgrace or dishonor. Never bring a reproach upon Him. I'll be that member that always will bring glory to my head. I'll follow him. I'll love him. I'll do as he asks and go where he wants me to go. That's the body that I want to be. That's the body I want to be part of. That's the member. A member tonight of his body. Thank you, my Lord. Blessed, blessed be your name. Thank you so much for the privilege of letting us be your members of your body. Thank you tonight, Lord. That's the church, the bride of Christ, the body of Christ. Yes, amen. We'll keep preaching what the church is until we get it all preached through. And so you pray for me as I pray for you. Hope you have a great week. Ask somebody to come to church this week. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about the body of Christ and your head. Amen. Brother Cat, won't you dismiss us tonight with a word of prayer?
Oh, my God.